This episode brought to you by Audible! AudibleTrial.com slash HorrorVirgin for 30 days free and a book to get you started. For your book recommendation, Jen Baratu. So I've been reading this really great book called My Best Friend's Exorcism by Grady Hendrix. It's oh, Natalie's really reading good. that. Yeah, yeah, I'm really liking it. It's kind of like Ready Player One, but for girls who loved horror in the 90s. Go to AudibleTrial.com slash HorrorVirgin for 30 days free and a book to get you started and make that book My Best Friend's Exorcism. Don't do My Best Friend's Exorcism. It's, it's My Best Friend's Exorcism. <laughs> Is that not sexorcism? No, it's not. I think I heard it wrong. What yeah, book is the Natalie sexorcism reading? one is way less expensive on Audible. <laughs> <laughs> it's also on Pornhub. <laughs> this episode also brought to you by Nick B. Nick B. Nick B. wants you guys to check out God Country Film <laughs> at GodCountryFilm.com. Fun Nick B. fact, mac and cheese is his favorite food. Is that true? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Look, he won't send me facts, so we've just got to <laughs> fill in the blanks here. God, God Country is the film that they're trying to get made over at Modern Horrors. Your friends Luke and Jacob over mm-hmm. at Modern Horrors. You've heard us talk about it before. You've heard them talk about it before? On this oh, podcast. Mm-hmm. And he wants you to go to their site and help them get it funded. They're trying yep. to raise about $25,000. They've got a pretty good chunk of that raised already, but they need your help to get over the top. So let's go over there and give them a hand. We also... Have a player two entering the game this month. New developments. So this episode's Uh-oh. also also brought to you by Carl. Carl. Oh, Carl. Yeah. Moment of truth. I um reached out to Carl on Patreon today to ask him what he wanted us to plug, and he was like, "I just wanted to help out a podcast that I love, and we appreciate that." But yes, I do so know much. that Carl does have a Twitch that he streams his video games on. Guys, check it out. It's Twitch.tv slash Carlos M-O-L. So C-A-R-L-O-S-M-O-L. Check it out, guys. And thank you guys, both Carlos and Nick B, for your support. We really, really appreciate it. Yes, so much. Thank you, guys. I can't wait to see what kind of buddy cop comedy might be brewing for the two of you. Oh, my God. Nick B and Carl, buddy cop comedy. Maybe they go on a road trip. We got to find out if either of these guys can grow mustaches. (laughs) But, like, like one thing is that they went to art school. Oh, yeah. And then they became Mm -hmm. a detective. He's, like, real moody. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. like this. Mm -hmm. And the other one's kind of a loose cannon. I wrote a poem about this case. I do feel like Carl would be the loose cannon. (laughs) Nick B, do you write poetry? Yeah, because Nick B, you're the rock of our lives. He is, yeah. I love it. Carl, for you, just for you today, we're going to bring in that theme music. I can tell you if you tell me your top five shows, I can tell you if I want to spend more time with you. Because if if Parks and Rec is not in there, if The Office is not in there, and if 30 Rock is not in there, we're going to have issues. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. If you don't have two Game of, of those. Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jeopardy. Breaking Bad. No. I love no. Jeopardy. I'm Breaking yeah. Bad. What? <laughs> yeah. Breaking Bad is awesome. The Price is Right. What? You just watch GSN at home and cry with like your Hagen Doss ice cream. And you're just like living it up. You're like, I knew the answer to that one, Mom. Then I switched over to Game of Thrones. (laughs) Right. Welcome to the Horror Virgin, everybody. <laughs> Have you guys seen the goat singing version of that? Oh, yes. It yeah. is hilarious. Oh my God. Speaking of goat singing, have you ever seen the goat singing Taylor Swift? No. Oh, my God. Everyone listening right now, stop what you are doing. I want you to type into Google goat sing Taylor Swift. Hang on. I got it right here. I got it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it right now. Hang on. Hang on. I got it. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Hold up to the mic. Oh, 
<laughs> if I was Isn't that amazing? Oh, Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I love Taylor Swift. I met Taylor Swift yeah. quite a few times. She used to hang out at a bar called Losers here in Nashville, and oh, I would she? just run into her. Yeah. And she's really nice. I mm. doubt she would remember me, but I remembered her. Hey, I'm Jen. I'm Mikey. And I'm your horror virgin, Todd. So we watched the movie Happy Death Day to you. Mikey and I went to the movies last night and it saw it. It was really romantic and sweet. It was great. We, we posted a picture. He was holding me by yeah. the movie poster. We it was cuddled. great. That yeah. was after they got in their horse-drawn carriage filled with roses. I like to go all out. Okay, I'm a yeah. gentleman. <laughs> He treats me like a lady. Yeah. So, yeah, I actually really like this movie, which well, I'm not guys, surprised by because I really like the first one, too. Yeah, I liked it, too. And Corey and I went on a date to see this. This was like our Valentine's date. I liked it, too, but just not as much as the first one. <clears throat> okay, so the first one, I think, was amazing. But they're yeah. both horror comedies, so they're both movies that I really, really enjoyed. I had a lot of fun with it. But, yeah, it was really entertaining. It's the kind of movie where if you pull on a thread, there are like 10 threads that if you pull too hard, the whole thing unravels. But, yeah, it was. I enjoyed it's it. like a Weezer song. Yeah. Yeah. I, love <laughs> I get it. If you want to destroy my movie, whoa, whoa, whoa. Pull this thread as I walk away. As I walk away. So, yeah, let's talk about this fucking movie. The movie opens up with someone who is like a, not a side character, but not a very big character in the first. He only has like three lines in the first movie, but he says the first line like 80 times. And yes. that's the fine vagine line. Hey, did you get that fine vagine? Yeah. He says it a lot. But in this movie, he has a much, much bigger part. Yeah, because so we start with him yeah. in his car that smells like feet and hot pockets, we know from the first movie. Yes. So the end of the first movie is the beginning of this movie, but yes. we see it from his name's Ryan in the movie. Mm-hmm. We see it from Ryan's perspective. So yes. he's like walking in, he sees a lady walking her dog. Uh-huh. He sees a guy like a homeless a guy, guy popping pop out. Yeah. yeah. So it's like the amount the people that we're gonna keep seeing every day when Right. It's just like in the first one with Tree. So Groot, it's it's like when <laughs> Groot was walking to the courtyard, except this is his walk back from his car to the dorm room. And he sees the chick with the dog, the homeless guy, the skateboarder with coffee. And yeah, a few and then things. the trombone player. Mm-hmm. That's right, in the hallway. And then mean trombone hater. Yeah, he yeah. opens his door. <laughs> Shut up. I do love. Okay, have you guys ever been like face to face with someone who's being that rude to you? Although, mm-hmm. I'll say this. If I was playing trombone in a dorm room at a door, I would expect to be yelled at. So he opens the door of his dorm room and he sees the two main characters from the last one making out. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, I need, he delivers his line, the, the line that ends the first movie. The yeah, uh, am I going to sleep my car? Do I have to sleep my car again? I need to change my clothes. Or something. Give me a change no, I smell like Doritos and something else. Hot, Hot pockets. And feet. Yeah, Jinx. There you go. Which is what Doritos smell like. Then he goes about his day, and we're sort of mm-hmm. just following the, his character, Ryan. Yep. And we find out that Ryan is like a science genius, maybe inadvertently a science genius. No, he's a, he's definitely overtly a science genius. Well, I don't. Okay, that's fair. He definitely is a science genius, but I don't think he intended to do what he has done. Yeah. Which we sort of figure out pretty quickly. No. Um, but you, you know, he, he invented a been- quantum mechanics machine. I think he just spent so much time thinking about whether he could that he forgot to think about whether he should. It sounds like me and my dating life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now it's awkward. (laughs) So we follow Ryan through uh, his day. Yeah. He leaves the dorm and he goes to where his science buddies are Mm -hmm. uh, because he's like this scientific genius and he's working with these two other people on some device they call the sissy. Yeah, I think so. It's uh, it's like a reactor. It's supposed to hyper cool below like blah, blah, blah. Let's get the temperature are so low that it slows down the molecules and slows time down or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. And rips the space-time continuum. I think that that's what they didn't intend to do. Yeah. That's a side They effect. didn't. They, yes. Yeah. But they, they, are, they are trying to manipulate time on some level. Yeah. But I don't think they intended to do what they did. But anyway, so they're working on it together, right? It's one of those threads that if you pull too hard and you're like, what? 
Yeah, it is sort of like that. that. The machine just looks like one of those child's toy machines that expands. It does. It does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. the circles that you can expand. Yeah, yeah. Like the connect circle. Yeah. But it's got like a metal ball, and they got lasers shooting at that metal ball in the center of that erector set type yeah, thing. and like plutonium in the middle or something. So anyway, the two people he's working with are like, mm-hmm. hey, it's Churro Day at the cafeteria, and yeah. they bone out. So <laughs> he starts getting picture messages from himself, but you don't know they're from oh. himself. But they're like picture messages from where he is right there, mm-hmm. and he thinks his friend are just fucking with him yeah and then he starts like following those picture messages mm-hmm. like he's following those yeah, picture he, message clues he gets one into like another hall. lab yeah. into, into the like, darkened lab into a darkened deserted. lab and into like a the... darkened closet mm-hmm. and then uh one of the guys the churro guy that's when churro man steps out and says it's churro day and then we turn around and babyface killers right stabs behind him and stabs him yeah and then we hear and he's back in his car again so now we know Ryan is the new tree of the movie. Well, is he? Kind of. He, I mean, For at least the first 20 the minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually yeah. think the movie would have been better if it stayed with Ryan and then Tree and the main guy tried to help Ryan through his loop. I agree completely mm. with that. If I don't know. they had made... Ryan, the main character, and it well, not I don't know if main character's right, but if it, if it had been his, holy shit, I'm stuck in a loop. Who can I go to about this? My roommate, he'll help me. He's my friend, and mm-hmm. then he could be like, holy shit, we just did this with Tree yesterday. Mm-hmm. We know what's happening. We got to find out the murderer. We got to do all that. I would have liked this movie a little See, bit more. I, Although I like this movie, a lot. I only say that because Tree had such a an arc, like character wise yes. and like self growth and actualization, mm-hmm. that I feel like this movie kind of messes with that in a way and sets it back. Back, and it would have been nice to have another character in that group go through the same process. No, and I mean, I see what you're saying. I, But it's like the thing that I'm worried that they're going to do with the third one with Danielle. Like, I don't want to see the same movie just twice with a different character. Like, So Ryan restarts the day again. And then he wakes up and he goes back in. And then Tree realizes, oh, somebody else is resetting the day oh, again. Oh, yeah, because he yeah. goes through all that stuff. I, I do like during the second day, he wakes up, walks, and sees the lady with her dog. And the dog barks at him. And then mm-hmm. he picks up like a brick and throws it where the homeless <laughs> dude was just laying uh-huh. down. And he's like, hey! I love that. I thought it was really funny uh, anyway so then he, he goes to the dorm room doing the same thing and then he goes past the trombone player and then goes into the dorm room and he's like oh my god have you guys ever experienced like deja vu and tree's like holy <gasps> shit yes yeah I and we have. hear the record scratch yeah did somebody kill you last night uh-huh. <laughs> or whatever yeah and then they sort of like piece that together so they go to the cafeteria and they start to talk they being R- ryan, ryan. Carter and Tree. and Tree and the two science people who are um, Samar and Dre. Have they shown up yet, or they, did they they're join? There. Them? I know they showed up okay. before he reached out the last day because they went to go get churros. Oh yeah, they were in the cafeteria because it's churro day in the cafeteria. Yeah, right? and they, ah, they met up with them there. So yeah. he's explaining to them what what they're experiencing, and Tree is like co-signing everything. Like yeah, yeah, yeah I did this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Did someone kill you? And they're trying to like lock down a plan, right? Right. But I think at this point they also revealed a tree that they're doing like sort of time experiments. Yeah. Yes, and, and that the time experiment is what it was responsible for Tree resetting her day over and over again. Yeah, the they said movie. 1201 on the 18th, they mm-hmm. did it. I think at 1201, it just went off by itself, right? Yeah, and then it kind of explained the rolling blackout and all that other stuff. Like, <laughs> this movie goes really deep in the first movie. Like, I feel like if we didn't do an episode and, like, really talked about it, I would be kind of lost when I was watching this Yeah, movie. so I, we went and saw it with Natalie, my girlfriend, and she did not know what was going on, really. Had she seen the first, she no, she seen had the first one? But she still liked it. She still yeah. thought it was a good movie. That's the thing. Like, you just kind of have to let some of the stuff that doesn't make sense go. And if you can do that, then it's really fun. So what happens after the cafeteria scene? Well... In the cafeteria scene, Danielle shows up. 
Yeah, she she walks up. She's dressed provocatively. She's mad at Tree because Tree murdered her roommate, mm-hmm. and they're having some pledge yeah. summon. They're like, we can't get a pledge oh, class. There's a death curse. There's a death curse on our house, <laughs> dude. She's so great. What is an <laughs> what is even a death curse? <laughs> what is even a death curse, Becky? But Samara's like hitting on her. No, he's just staring at her boobs. Yeah. Well, no, but he like talks to her and doesn't do what when he's staring at her boobs, and she's like, "I'm up here. My mm-hmm. head's the middle one." <laughs> I love that line, dude. I, I, yeah. I think that chick is hilarious. She is. I. She I prefer this scene of her to pretty much everything else she does. I in the do movie. because I think she's better in the role she played in the uh-huh. first one, and then she's kind of recapping that role in the first one. Mm-hmm. And then because of events that will be revealed later in this podcast, she plays sort of a different, a different character. kind of character, and yeah. I don't think it's nearly as funny Same. or enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. So at, at the cafeteria, Ryan decides that he's got to catch his killer. So they decide to go to the basketball game because there's safety in numbers and public places. Yeah, they got to wait out the day. I do remember Ryan saying, "Why?" Did I not go to like MIT? The baby is such a stupid mascot. <laughs> Which I, and it I is a stupid love mascot. them saying because it is no. And then the mascot at the basketball game. Oh yeah, he's like <laughs> shaking that bottle into his mouth in a very suggestive way. Yeah, it's they, uncomfortable. They oh, I didn't three notice and that. He like drinks out of the bottle. Oh, yeah, and Todd and I are just like, this is uncomfortable. Yeah, man-sized babies make me uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm not. Into I'm it. like really scared of man-sized babies. I'm gonna go ahead and talk about that right now. It's called man. You have the phobia. opposite of a diaper fetish. Yeah, I have like a realistic. <laughs> <laughs> a realistic approach to a man dressed like a baby, which is terror. Yes, terror. Yeah, yeah. I don't no, like I you. agree. Yeah, there's I'm something. Out. It really rattles me. Hey, oh, <laughs> hey, but don't kink shame. If you're a man-sized person who loves diapers, then you know find someone who wants to wipe thing. that dirty Jen, ass. You don't exactly. need to pacify them. Oh, <laughs> Mikey. So do they leave the basketball game and go to the the it, lab? Like a, a an alarm goes off or something. Yeah, the right? fire alarm oh, goes right. off, yeah. and they're right. all there's a bunch of chaos in the hallway. It's a creepy scene because there's a lot of fans wearing, you know, baby masks. Oh, yeah, but you quickly know where the killer is. You see the killer in the mask, like, standing in the hallway still, and everyone's walking past him, and Ryan starts walking and sees him. Uh-huh. And then Ryan turns around and starts walking against the sea of people, yes. and then the baby killer starts following him. But it's a it's a creepy scene because uh, a lot of people creepy. are wearing the baby masks, mm-hmm. and it still has a horror vibe in this scene. But, like, who's gone to, like, a sporting event game, and people are actually wearing masks of the mascot? I've seen face paint on people yeah. at yeah. sports games, but not... Sports games. Oh my god! Todd <laughs> so just outed fan. himself as a huge sports yeah, ball uh, fan. Um, but I've never really seen a full face mask. I mean, I'm sure it happens on some <laughs> level somewhere. Is, but, like, but like hundreds of people at this basketball oh, games are yeah. wearing baby it's masks. It's definitely not 25 percent of people like it was in that scene for sure. I mean, what's the alternative? They all just wear diapers. You know, that's what they or do. Or just a T-shirt summer, that says Baylor. Yeah, it's not Baylor. It's Bayford. Maybe they were playing Baylor. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe no. they were. <laughs> I would wear a different college's mascot and T-shirt if I went to the baby Bayfords. Yeah, <laughs> this is when the killer chases him down into the depths of like the locker room Some or something room, like yeah. that yeah mm-hmm. yeah and the baby face killer is chasing him and one thing i did like about the second one is there was a lot more like horror elements and jump scares in it this, you know this part was a little jump scary mm-hmm. although it was a little predictable he it gets was. into an area where there's like a lot of masks around uh-huh. it's like that's like the merch store it is sort something. of like the merch yeah, store yeah well like the storage department for the merch yeah store. Yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. fair but you hear someone like stepping on like this loft-ish area in the mm-hmm. store and ryan decides to hide and as he sort of backs into where he's going to hide you see the baby face hooded killer right mm-hmm. there and then it jumps out and grabs him and yes. doesn't kill him though it doesn't because tree busts him from behind because tree is badass <laughs> that's right and she's like yeah. believe me i've had a lot of practice at this except mm-hmm. she busts him with like a championship trophy yeah so the scene feels like guys we need a bunch of basketball props and we just need to get them all used mm-hmm. she busts him with a pair of sneakers that blew out <laughs> 
Topical yeah. humor. Todd doesn't get Todd it. Todd doesn't get it because he. Okay. No, I, I get it. It was all over Reddit, man. And honestly, Nike's stock dropped $1.1 billion the next day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so she hits him with this championship trophy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how it feels, Todd. <laughs> I bet someone got fired at Nike. Yeah. So then Tree has knocked down the babyface killer and she pulls his mask off and they all go, <gasps> but we don't see it yet. And I would just like to go on record and Corey can confirm later. I called who it was going to be. We all be. did. We all did, oh. Jen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go back and be and Todd turn to each other. We're like, that's Ryan. Yeah, I knew it was going to no, be Ryan. I knew too. it before you guys, though. Because <laughs> you saw it two weeks before we did. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Later on, we reveal that it is Ryan back in the lab when he's tied up next to the. Yeah, reactor. I sort of like this part. Yeah, yeah I but did like, too. okay, let's let's slow it down. How did they get him back to the lab? He was knocked out. They carried him. Yeah, in a, maybe in a wheelbarrow full of people. They just put a baby mask on him. I mean, they could be like a Bernie's dim out of there. Yeah, hey, my friend's real drunk. And Carter got him on the older shoulder, and everyone he was like, oh, he's just drunk, guys. We're taking him back to the dorm. This actually works because he could be like, my twin is super drunk. Yeah. They could have left a mask on him. Mm-hmm. Or used a wheelbarrow. Uh, they're definitely underage. They shouldn't be Do you know what a, You know it's wheelbarrow, right? Wheelbarrow. Wheelbarrow. Yeah, I do know it's wheelbarrow. I but I like w- to say barrow. The movie loses me after this scene because I feel like all the horror elements fall away after this theme. It does turn into sci-fi. More mm-hmm. sci-fi. Yeah. Which I, I'm okay with. I just feel like with less day resets and less horror, it just becomes so different from the first film. I honestly feel like there are just as many day resets in this one as there are in the first one. They're just quicker because she kills herself. But yeah. There's no like lessons like every like she slowly developed over her resets. This one was like, I have to kill myself at the end of every day. Yeah. Well, this just expanded. I mean, this just involved more people in it. It wasn't just about her. So you just saw more people have their arcs. One thing I thought was really cool, like I loved the fact that the killer was him and that he had to kill a version of himself. And I was like, well, maybe that's who the killer is. Maybe that's what the time loop is. And I was like, ooh, that would be really cool if everybody was having to battle versions of themselves trying to kill them. Maybe that's the third one. Except that. Would be awesome. That it never explains it how he got there. Yeah, it does. Oh, he bonked himself yeah. into another dimension. The exact same way it happened to Tree. Except Tree's other version didn't. Yeah, like, it doesn't. Tree swapped or something? Yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah, a different way. Right. Like It doesn't make sense because <laughs> none of this is real. That's what we're going to tell you every week, <laughs> Todd. Todd, none of this is real, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, I wish I could do that and be fine with horror movies, but I can't do that. But, but were you okay with this movie? This is not a horror movie. This is a comedy. Well, no, but I horror mean, elements. Yeah. Oh, you mean you wish you could tell yourself it's not real and not be afraid right. of it? Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, because one thing Corey and I talked about is that I liked that they didn't go too deep into trying to explain the science because I don't think the science is what the movie's about, you know? And you can't because it doesn't make sense. That's the biggest flaw, I think, in this movie. Yeah. Science, if you can see I feel like a lot of time travel movies have this problem. Like, uh-huh. I think Looper handles it the best. Oh, God, Looper yeah, is I like so Looper. good. Uh, because yes. it, it's pretty much John McClane saying, don't fucking worry about the science, nerd. Uh-huh. I mean, time travel movies pretty much peaked at Back to the Future, and like no one's been able to reclaim that. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I think Looper was a good uh, attempt. Yeah. Terminator 2. Hello. They couldn't afford to send back more Terminators. Yes, Terminator 2 does, and then the sequels ruin Terminator 2. Yep. This is when they start working out the machine, and then the Dean pops in with the cops who are going to take the reactor away. But, but the reactor started, right? They've this already work. started the right. the thing, he, right? The second Ryan, the Ryan that came to murder him, wakes up, freaks out first Ryan, thinks if he just turns the machine on, it'll fix everything. That's right. Right. And he's, oh, and and he's like, you're going to fuck everything up, don't do it. Yeah, right, and yeah. The guy, the guy in the, you know, Ryan in the seat's like, you got to kill him, he's going to make it all worse, he's going to make it all worse. 
which made me think that this rhyme was going to make it all worse before the end of the film, but it never comes around and fulfills that. Maybe he just made it worse for Tree. Uh, anyway, so Ryan is like, you know, don't let him turn the machine on. He's going to make it all worse. So he turns the machine on. The dean pops in and is like, you shouldn't be using that. There's been brownouts and light bulbs exploding. Mm -hmm. and Our tuition dollars are at work. Yeah, right. And then yeah. you like making Danielle mad and then. Mm -hmm. No cupcakes. Right. It slowly counts down and everybody's uh, around. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's like, it's like the no. dean and Humpty Dumpty and Tree and her boyfriend mm -hmm. and Ryan and, and the other guy and that chick. Yeah. That Ryan 1 and Ryan 2. Ryan mm -hmm. 1, Ryan 2. Samar and Dre. Samar and then Dre. And their churros. No, he has milk, he has milk chocolate in the scene. Oh. He's got Yoohoo. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because it splashes. But anyway, so he, Ryan 1 does hit the button and it launches whatever and then it blows everybody back. And then Tree wakes up in the dorm room from the very first scene in the very first movie. Yes, back yes. onto the A. But all the budget's gone because they spend it all in a ridiculous slow motion shot with nine people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was fun. I liked it too. I, I mean, thought I liked it, was it cool. but I was like, it's was kind like, of unnecessary. Yeah, I but, like that, but that explosion sent Tree back to 2017. Yes. But yeah, so she wakes up and it's the, hey, it's my birthday. Mm -hmm. Ain't gotta pick up the, the phone. phone. I yeah. do like how they finally address what Carter is trying to pick up <laughs> under oh, his yeah. desk. Mm -hmm. It's a mouth guard. I don't oh, know if they yeah. do it right then, but one of the times she wakes up and this time through the cycle, mm -hmm. He's like, he explains oh, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're back to the first tree wake up scene from the first movie. Yes. And yeah. she is pissed. Mm -hmm. I would be really I pissed would too. too. Yeah. Yeah. So she talks to Carter. So everything starts happening again. So she immediately goes to see Laurie and is like, hey, why are you trying to kill me? Well, no. With the no. cupcake, right? Well, so yeah, she wakes up in Carter's room. Carter's under the desk. Mm -hmm. She realizes it's the same day. She mm -hmm. freaks out on Carter and then Ryan mm -hmm. comes in like he does. Mm -hmm. And he normally said, did you hit that fine vagina or <laughs> yeah. whatever? Mm -hmm. And then she grabs him and is like yelling at him. Uh -huh. What did you do, Ryan? And he's How like, I don't know do? who you are. Right. And then she like <laughs> just takes them and walks them through the courtyard that mm -hmm. she did every time through. Oh, I thought she, this was real funny. Is this where she just yells at everyone? Yes. <laughs> and she sees the guy that she was going out with and she says, you're gay! Yeah, like yells in his face. Oh, we saw him in the basketball game oh, scene that's too. Right, sitting and he's with there his with the guy and yeah. she's like, well done. Anyway, uh -huh. I like that he was in it again. A little redemption moment for him. Mm -hmm. But yeah, she's like yelling at everyone in her original <laughs> walkthrough scene, right? Mm -hmm. And then she goes, where is she going at that point? She goes to the sorority house. That's yeah. right. Mm -hmm. And then like, then Danielle's not there and she's and like she realizes uh, little things are different yeah mm -hmm. she's like oh? and then she sees Laurie or she goes in and she sees Lori in the room she's like why are you trying to kill me with a cupcake and Lori like, is Goro's daughter <laughs> if, you, if you listen to the original Happy Death Day episode <laughs> I don't know who Goro is still <laughs> it's someone with a really awesome ponytail yeah. oh is it oh yeah Four and a high forehead yeah, yeah. Huh? Hmm. Some might say a five head. Well, and, and in this dimension, well, and this is where it starts to lead on that we might be in a different dimension, although they haven't said those words yet. Yes. But because Danielle's not at the bottom of the steps being like, ooh, look who's sneaking in or whatever mm -hmm. she said. And Speed then she goes back to talk to Laura. Lori. 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 Yeah. Who's the Lori, roommate? The murderous yeah. roommate from the first one who's not so murderous anymore. Yeah, at all. She doesn't want to She's like, just go ahead and get out the cupcake. And she's like, yeah. uh. Whatever you talk what about. What even are cupcakes, Tree? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have to go to work. Yeah. Yeah. And she's not trying to kill her at all. Like, she's she not. Is not yeah. the killer of she's this She's like movie. a normal person. Tree is super confused why Laurie's not trying to murder her. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
it is pretty funny. Yeah. I like this scene. So, yeah. We find I, out that Lori is not the killer, and then we find out that Carter is dating Danielle. Yes. We don't find that out until the cafe scene, which That's is right. next. Yeah. So they go to the cafe, and Tree is trying to fill them in on what's going on. Mm-hmm. And this is where Ryan explains the multiverse theory uh-huh. and that it's possible that she got knocked into one of the other six universes. I'm not quite sure how he comes up yeah, with that. Yeah, he does six. just say six universes. Yeah, I'm which, not quite sure how he comes up with that. I but prefer my multiverse with infinite multiverses. Me too. Yeah. Listeners, if you know about the multiverse, let us know. Are there only six different dimensions? I don't or think there are. Or are there infinite? I mean, it's just a theory, so it's nothing's proven, right? But oh, I mean, exactly. Yeah, so like, yeah. they can just play around with this. This part they didn't can. bother me at all. No, I like that there were definite rules and we sort of knew what was going on in the movie. Kind of, yeah. Although it does take a very sci-fi I'm with turn. I'm Jim that these rules aren't very hard and fast, and they're like pretty loose and fast with the rules. And, oh, and that's fine. I don't care about yeah, it. But I, basically, we're talking about two different dimensions. So it doesn't really matter how many different dimensions yeah, there so are. Yeah, so when they said there were six, I thought that she would be knocked from dimension to dimension. Yeah. But it's not that. She's no. just trying to get back to the one she's originally from and is only in one other one. But anyway, so they, that's what they talk about <laughs> in, the, in the cafe. Like and then can't. Danielle walks up mm-hmm. and she's like, and just she's makes dressed out like with a Carter. sexy Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> she's dressed more conservatively. <laughs> she's dressed like Brewster from Friday Fright Night. Like maybe her dad died and she borrowed his blazer. <laughs> but yeah, that's, she, that's she's provocatively dressed, but also like with a lot of plaid. I don't know. She's, she's dressed like a sexy Sherlock Holmes. Okay, thank you. I'm going to stick with that. Accurate. Yeah. I'd go for it. There's yeah. no cleavage though. And in the, in the first time that she's in the cafe, there's all cleavage. Okay. She's dressed like Hooters then. So let's talk yes. a little bit about this because the way she is dressed codes her as a better person yes. than she is coded in the first one, yes. which is Ditsy Soror- Sorority Girl who may have a... Did you say I don't, uh, Sorority Girl? I probably did say <laughs> Titsy. I, I meant to say Ditsy. <laughs> well, Jen, I don't uh, judge people by best how they dress. I'm not judging them by how they're dressing. I'm saying but the But she's does. right because she's dressed more conservatively, even yeah. though it's still a little playful and, so and flirty. And the way she's but... dressed and presented is meant to tell us that she is a better person in this yeah. movie. Or a different person, at least. A different person, but... I honestly don't think she's much better because yeah, of things I, that I'm going to go with like a, yeah. sideways, a sideways yeah. person. Yeah. No, I'm sure. not saying I'm judging these people by how they're coded. I'm saying the movie does. Yeah. I think Danielle is so terrible that all six dimensions are terrible of her. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So <laughs> she walks around and kisses Carter, and this is the first time Tree has... I mean, in the hysteria that she's in, she has not kissed Carter at all or anything mm-hmm. like that. So, And we haven't been thinking about that. So right. when they kissed, we're like, oh, shit, what? what's happening? And Tree has it on her face. She's yeah. like, what the fuck? And then... Mm-hmm. And the music O Fortunia plays. You're right. I know. I love that piece. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's good. Excalibur. Mm -hmm. That movie's awesome. I used to uh, drive around with my windows down and just turn that up, and like people at like stoplights would look at me, and I would slowly turn. (laughs) (laughs) If you just like slowly turn and stare at them, is that a high school thing? Yeah, it is. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. That sounds like a fun high school. (laughs) It was awesome. Like I feel like if I did it now, it'd be like you get arrested. Right. (laughs) So after the cafe scene, then she goes to have lunch with her dad. Oh, that's right. And guess who's there? And I called this too. Did you guys know this was going to happen too? I was like, oh, her mom's still alive. I know everything, so. <laughs> so, but in this dimension, her mom is all still alive. Yes. So and- they're celebrating their joint birthdays. Like mm-hmm. we knew they did up to the point she died in the first time. I and- forgot that they had the same birthday. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the first time that I started crying in this movie because it really You cried me. multiple times I in this movie? I mean, like in when I say cry, like I teared up. Yeah, because it's an emotional scene. And I think Tree does a really good job of selling it. I uh, also cried during this scene. Did you? And Natalie yeah. sort of like looked at me like, what? Well, I mean. Wait, did you cry too? Yeah. What is wrong? I Am I dead inside? I don't know, man. I mean, I can understand why like, you oh. would cry during this scene. Yeah. I do like, I think her dad might be the best dad that's ever been He's on screen. He's amazing. <laughs> and we'll talk about this in a few scenes, but this, his da- her dad is amazing. Yeah. 
And her mom's pretty cool too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying her dad was on board in the first one for anything she needed. He was super mm-hmm. supportive, and that continues in this movie. It does. That, yeah. I think that's one of my favorite parts of this series. I guess now this movie and the first one is that you learn how people like what kind of character they have, not by like deep conversations or anything or like growth, but like they're put in slightly different scenarios and like if they react like a good person then she like you know that they're a good person like her dad like never lets her down no matter what happens yeah and so does core uh not Corey. oh well Corey carter never... carter and then uh Corey too though carter the same way because he always he's always there for her even when he's with danielle uh-huh. or tree and like just shows like how good of a person you know these people are yeah i mean carter sticks with her even though he's with danielle a mm-hmm. lot the same yeah. with Ryan and uh, But not like inappropriate mm-hmm. like like I'm trying to bang this chick on the side. Yeah. Like as a friend he's there with her. Which I liked. Yeah. No, I did too. And the same with the new characters. They they were good you know they're good people because yeah. they, they go along they're with Ryan and Tree her. and Carter the whole time. You yeah. mean Ryan, uh, Dre and Samar. Mm-hmm. I I thought they were great. I did too. So then we find out that the mom is still alive and this is when she decides to stay in this dimension. Yeah, she makes the correct choice. Mm. No, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Okay. We're going to have to have a big pro-con debate, moderated. I can tell both your parents are still alive. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have never lost anyone really close to you. Would you choose your lost loved one over Natalie? At this point, no. All right. But think about it. She had been dating Carter for a day. Yeah, but they went through a lot of shit. And not just a day. It was Okay, so 11 days. Because she says it was reset 11 times. Which I like that either. So if I had been dating a girl for 11 days and you were like, hey, Todd, I can knock you into a mansion where you're not dating that person, but your dad and brother are still alive, I'd be like, yeah, let's fucking do that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, okay, I see your point. Yeah. I see where you're coming from. I think I don't know if I would make that choice because other things were different, so I would feel like I've changed other people's lives based on my sole choice. But and you I didn't change their lives. That Their lives were what they made them in that dimension. No, but I've, I'm choosing that dimension. I'm choosing that, like, I don't know, like, maybe that dimension doesn't exist unless I'm there, and I don't, that could be very, <laughs> very egotistical, but, like, whose place am I taking in this dimension? That These was what are, I was thinking about. Taking your place. These pe- no, no, like there was another Mikey who belonged in that dimension. Yeah, now he's in a shitty dimension where my dad and brother are dead. <laughs> he can have it. No, but like, what if he can't handle the, the, the losses and the, the personal, you know, ups and downs that I handled well, in my then dimension? He'll kill himself. It'll be fine. But I mean, like, my life is my life and it makes me who I am. I think I would want to choose it and not change things about it. Yeah, you've never lost something. And I think that's the ultimate moral of the story. But I mean, you do bring up a good point. I've never you know? had a death of a parent, but I've gone through heavy loss and I've gone and I've gone through some shit. I like the, this part of the movie because we we mostly discussed this after the movie was over was this whole debate about would we stay yeah. in that dimension or not now i don't think she should have stayed just based on the love thing but it's all the other factors that had me thinking i would not stay in and that when dimension. we talked about this i did say that it would be really shitty of her to stay in that dimension <laughs> and have the other tree who like had a mom still yeah. in, in her dimension like my mom is dead. Exactly. <laughs> it happened a year ago. Mm-hmm. Like I understand that. That is sort of shitty. But and my roommate's trying to murder me now too. Oh no! I murdered my roommate. Oh like, yeah. She, yeah. <laughs> like she's yeah. in jail oh, and no. she finds out no, her mom's dead. She's not in jail. She's at a cafe with. <laughs> oh sorry. No, and you're right. It is the day that the roommate's still alive and trying to kill her. So she got knocked into a dimension where her mom is dead and her roommate is currently trying to kill mm-hmm. her. That is the worst day in the world. It's just like right time there. travel. <laughs> like you would go back to like save somebody. And then, like, mm-hmm. blah, 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 Hitler won. Yeah. <laughs> That's the fifth dimension. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think he meant six. So. I just think I couldn't destroy somebody I've never met that is also me. But it's fine, Todd. You can choose that decision. Well, I think I what would. the movie is saying is that this is the way it's meant to be. Hard things happen, and that's what makes you who you are. That's a, I, I 1,000% agree with that. Yeah. But, but not just the hard things. The people you know, yeah. who they are, how they how treat they impact you. How, you. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's like, like I can imagine you watching this movie and seeing something completely different in it because of your experiences, you know? And like, that's fair, Like, too. a lot of the movies that I watch, I see in a totally different way. Was I the gen in this movie? You were the gen. Oh you were projecting. <laughs> well, there you go. No, but I think you would have done the same thing. I think you would have first chose to stay there, and then, like... No, I'd still be there. Well, no, then you'd go to your favorite ice cream shop, and they'd be like fucking butterscotch doesn't exist anymore that's fine i don't like butterscotch <laughs> i'm rolling with this with my with larry and logan let's do this <laughs> absolutely mm. absolutely i'm saying it. plus because the girl i was dating for that two days is dating a loser dude who's cheating on her and we're real Which close she to. did i know wait what now maybe in this in an dimension this is another reason i want to go <laughs> Take me away. <laughs> but seriously, no, like, because we find out later, and I'm going to spoil it, but it happens in the movie that we find out that Danielle is cheating on Carter, yeah. mm-hmm. and Tree and Carter are still really close friends yes. in this dimension, mm-hmm. so they would have ended up together in that dimension. They weren't close friends in this dimension. He, she met him that night at They the get dorm closer room. together, and they yeah. have feelings for each because other. Because she's like, why wouldn't you tell? But they kiss in that dimension. They do. Like, they still kiss. They still have that oh, romantic I mean, yeah, connection. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do think she, they would have ended up together. Yeah, so yeah. she could have had her mom she could have had carter and been happy the rest of her days and fuck other tree yes i mean i don't know i just don't know <laughs> no i i mean now i'm thinking about it differently because you said that you got know? her on my side you did yeah. well and i mean i, I don't know you're, you're right it's a choice that you would just have to make for yourself I, I think you would feel like a tourist in a different place at all times like you you are who you are based on your experience i would wake if up you, every day happy that i could see my dad and brother again i'd be so fine with that but what if they become bad people <laughs> And it's then also, I, I mean, I don't know how, I don't know how much we want to talk about this, but I mean, it's like, I could see what she's saying, like the older generation, like your parents are, you're probably not going to outlive your parents or you probably will outlive your I was parents. About to say, yeah, like that's an are. expectation, but your brother, like that's a different kind of relationship and a different kind of future you would see for yourself. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I, when, growing up, I expected to live with my brother the rest of my life. Exactly. I mean, I thought he would die before me just for, for the nature of being a older. little bit older, mm-hmm. but right. like not, not when I was 15 that he right. would die, you know? So. And so if it's a parent, like I see when she and Tree are having the conversation and they're talking about, uh, Shit, I, that's when I cried. I cried too. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. Three times. It was man. so rough, man. Oh, it got me. Yeah. And I mean, I just cried cause I cry. Like I just, Oh my God. What is wrong with with me i don't know my you aren't like super emotionally sensitive and you have like living parents anyway let's let's move past this but when we when we get there we'll, we'll talk about there. that yeah um so then tree goes to the hospital oh because she's trying to save um Lori or whatever she's trying yeah, to because, save the murder at the hospital yeah because thing. she sees on the news that the murder is still in the hospital and the murder is still getting out and killing people yeah so she goes to the hospital to try and save Lori. Lori, yes yeah. oh like Lori strode oh no Except, shit okay duh so yeah so like Lori. Uh, so she goes to save Lori. i don't know but i bet that's why they called Lori her strode. that though it's no. probably it, it an homage yeah, yeah. It's always an homage to Lori. Yeah. I'm kind of tired of Halloween homages. Me too. Okay, so Tree goes to the hospital and Babyface Killer kills the cop that she saved by holding a knife to his throat in the last movie. And then they go down. <laughs> yes, they go down to the fifth floor because she's like, this fifth floor is one of the three floors under construction. In the ho- This is the most ridiculous hospital that's ever been in existence. Fun fact, the hospital was actually gutted after they filmed the first one. So I bet some of that construction is probably 
Marine. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing! Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, because I mean, but they do get on the fifth floor, and it's literally gutted. So isn't Lori in the elevator with um, Murderer Man yeah, on the gurney? Yeah, she takes him down. She's going down to surgery. Yeah. And then, but they get off at construction floor. He, no, so you're confusing two things. So she goes and confronts the cop, right? Yeah. And then she gets handcuffed by the cop. Oh, that's and the, right. And the killer yeah. comes and kills the cop right after she gets handcuffed. Yeah. And then Lori comes out and saves her. And yes. then Lori and her run to the elevator. That's right. And then get in the elevator and go down to the fifth floor mm-hmm. to get away from the killer. The elevator, the power gets cut. While the they're elevator. in the elevator. The rolling blackout. And then they yeah. open oh, it up yeah, and yeah, get yeah. out of the fifth mm-hmm. floor. Right. They don't get cut in half by the elevator. But Lori's <laughs> real nonchalant about the elevator breaking down. She's yeah. like, oh, just wait. And then she opens <laughs> the door. And like then, like Goro they, from Mortal <laughs> yeah. Kombat. <laughs> she takes her four arms, opens the door. <laughs> She's like, this happens all the time, Tree. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, listen, I've got a forehead big The fifth floor is like one of the two floors under construction. Don't worry. We do Listeners. this all the time. So <laughs> she opens the, the elevator doors and they get out on the fifth floor mm-hmm. that's under construction. Yeah. And this is where they have a fight with the killer and they get uh-huh. killed. And then Lori gets gutted. Oh, this is when Tree goes up to the roof. Yeah, she runs off to the then, roof and then yeah. I think she falls off the roof. She does, yeah. Because this is the first time she's died since the day reset. Yes, it is. Oh, that's him? What are we looking at? <laughs> We're looking at Goro. It does kind of look like the room. Put a cupcake <laughs> in that guy's hand. Somebody Photoshop a cupcake. <laughs> Four cupcakes. <laughs> Let me see it. Which one is poison? That is her. She and is Goro. Is. Put some scrubs in a cupcake. Scrubs on him in a cupcake. If I could get anyone out there <laughs> to put scrubs on Goro and four cupcakes in each one, in, uh, one, one of each of his hands, that would be the best Photoshop ever. Photoshop challenge. Do you know what is so cool is that people actually do that? Yeah, like, the photo that we took in front of the theater last night, by the time we got out, had been photoshopped <laughs> to us on the Himalayan like mountains. Region. It was so funny. It I, was awesome. Big thanks to Rock and Roll Michelle for making that Photoshop. It was yes, amazing. That was awesome. Was- I want to also thank Team Dick O'Clock, who made us thousands of Dick O'Clock images. <laughs> <laughs> I only saw like four, but like good maybe for they y'all. just sent them to me. I it wasn't know. a whole team. Yeah, those are dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, stop sending Jen dick pics. She's a married woman. Di- yeah. Do- okay, so the next thing is Tree wakes up again. <sighs> oh, yeah, because she just died. And it's her now happy death day again. <clears throat> this is when they go to the science lab and they decide they must solve the equation. They have yeah, to figure it out. But the problem is everyone's day resets and everyone's memories also resets except for Tree. Mm-hmm. So she has to learn like advanced physics and advanced like quantum uh-huh. mechanics the- or they're never going to get out of this. Yeah, she this just is has when to I learned it. I would never survive in this universe. <laughs> Me either. Because I struggled real bad in high school math. Thank you, Dr. Luchowitz for almost failing me. And he told me I should have joined the army instead of going to college. <laughs> Whoa. So he was big, right. Just a big shout out to you. Fuck yourself. Yeah. I, I had to blackmail my algebra two teacher to pass me my second semester. Are you serious? What this you is use 100% true. He had a daughter that went to our rival high school oh, and uh, he really didn't want me to date her and she seemed to be on board for it. So uh, he gave me a few extra points on the serious? final exam for me to not date his daughter. Wow. <laughs> Would you have dated her? Sure. So they decide, okay, you will remember every day today day so you've got to learn what equations that don't work yeah and then tell us the next day and we'll continue the math problem that is yes. figuring out how to knock you back into the other dimension and it yeah. doesn't matter who's trying to kill you because we're just trying to say like close this loop yeah right. it's kind of a funny debate because they're like she's like what i have to get murdered every day and they're mm-hmm. like you can just kill yourself i think it's samara's like i guess you could just kill yourself yeah and then the suicide montage is sort of funny but the suicides are like i don't know i i, I really like the drano suicide part <laughs> <laughs> because he's just in a fucking like Kroger or yeah. Ralph's 
Mississippi or out west, and she like takes liquid plumber or whatever and drinks it, and that guy's like, "What?" and like runs away. Mm-hmm. I thought that was very funny. And the jumping out of the airplane was. Pretty I did funny like the jumping out of the airplane because she, all you just see is Daniel and Carter making out, and then her mm-hmm. flicking off the screen as she yeah. falls through her death, and then then screaming and running yeah, away. Yeah, blood splatters on them. It's so uh, good. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So during this montage, she's watching uh, Carter and uh, Danielle make out every day. Yeah, yeah. they're like, out bench more every mad day. every day. Honestly, as funny as the suicide montage was, I could have lived without seeing somebody kill themselves over and over again to a musical montage. You you know? Know? Is it better to have them kill themselves or to be murdered by somebody? Murder. Like if oh, is it? Yeah, I, for, Interesting. for me, I thought it, I thought it was. So better. for me, I don't really care either way. The end result is the same. Yeah, and at least it's their own agency to kill themselves. And but and I don't think she's killing herself because she doesn't want to live anymore. She's killing herself just to reset the day. Like That's the true. rules are set up in a way that you're sort of okay with. That. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the montage from Groundhog's Day where he's killing himself. Yes, over and yes. Over again. And I think they do an homage to one, isn't? Yeah, the the uh, the, 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 the first one where he throws the hair dryer. I think it's a toaster for him, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it, the montage sort of ends with her at the dry erase board, like writing out the formulas and the equations that they had been doing or the algorithm or yeah. whatever. And, they and they're said, like, oh my God, you're a genius. And she's we like, finally figured yeah, it out. we cracked the code. Yeah. Doesn't she go to the hospital sick before she figures out the code? No, after she figures out the code, that's when she goes to the hospital or she faints or something. I mean, they set up this stuff at, in the first one. Every time she dies, she loses a bit of herself, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or she, she it comes hurts back her. a little bit weaker. Yeah. yeah. So she goes to the hospital again, and then... We're introduced to the doctor again. Yeah, Lori is dead, and then Babyface Killer shows up to try to kill her, and we discover that it was Dr. Dreamy Australian face from last time. No, but uh, I like this part of the movie because Carter takes her to the hospital, even though they're not together. Uh-huh. Yeah, because he stays until she wakes up. Because he's a nice dude. He's a great dude. You find out that the doctor is she's not having an affair with him in she's this not movie. Lori is. Lori is. Mm-hmm. And that uh, she's still having the same damage from the first movie. So it sets up some rules and it sets up the changes and also shows how good of a dude uh, that, that guy is, Carter. Carter. Yeah, yeah, Carter's a great dude in this movie. He is. So anyways, they're at the hospital again. We find that Lori's dead. Then Tree shoots Babyface, but a second Babyface emerges and then Tree figures out, fuck, I'm gonna have to figure this out and I need to save Lori. So Tree kills herself. So then it resets again. So then they discover the correct algorithm Rhythm, and they're about to uh, close the loop and put all the numbers into whatever computer and Ryan's about to close the loop but they're about to close the, the loop but, but with tree on this side yes and she's gonna stay in this dimension yes, she's gonna stay put yes but they like forgot to charge the sissy thing or something. Samar has watched porn oh yeah on the laptop of the, <laughs> of the lab. dare they porn shame that made me so mad <laughs> you should not watch it at work or lab he's in college true. It's yeah. a school computer. You learned that lesson the hard way, man. You have a smartphone. You didn't watch porn at your dorm? Ooh. I plead the dick o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth dimension. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. All right, so they've got tech issues and they can't reset the day, so they have to go back and Ryan has to enter all the code in. She's got he's got like she's got six, six hours. hours I think something. this is when she figures out she needs to save Lori, right? Yes. Tree decides she decides to stay in this reality, and she's talking to Carter. And Car- this is when Carter's trying to convince her to go, and she's like, well, you know, we're much closer. We're kind of a thing in the real movie or in the <laughs> in the real movie. Uh, Carter in the first movie, we become like such a thing. Like, yeah. I'm- 
we're not together. A fan of this movie. What even is a thing, Carter? <laughs> <laughs> and I want to see your thing, Carter. She, but she starts asking herself during this delay these big questions, like, mm, like what, what do I really want? And my mom's in this dimension. Let me go talk to her. Or mm. this is when she tells Carter, if you, because it's the next day after Lori died, and she's like, would you stay? If I stay in this dimension, some people might get hurt. You know, mm-hmm. what would you do? Blah blah blah. Right. And Carter's like, you can't let people get hurt no matter what because Carter is like pretty stereotypical good guy. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a good dude. And so she decides to meet her dad and mom at lunch and like, we need to leave campus for as long as possible. We've got to get the fuck out of here. And her dad's like, all right, let's go. Like, zero questions. He's so supportive. He's the best. Well, and the summary that I read, I didn't pick up on this when I was watching, but that they were just driving back home from college. They were just going to go back yeah, to Yeah, they house. were just going back to her. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. well, yeah, if your person was like, I need to get out of here. You're like, were they? That's what this. Because they stop at a hotel. Well, maybe motel. it's a long drive. Why you think you take a hotel? Uh, a hotel? No, but seriously, like they just stop <laughs> at a motel. It's really tiring being that supportive as a dad. He That's wanted true. to rest. Okay, so they, they start driving at lunchtime. They, yeah, they picked up at lunch. Emotions to, make you tired, Todd. So he picked her up at lunch. They leave at lunch. How far away do they live? That at night, there he's like, I gotta pull over and go find a place to sleep. I'm tired. I mean, safety first, you know. I'm going to give it five hours. That's the earliest it could get dark in this universe. Well, unless in this dimension it gets dark quicker. So Tree's at the hotel. So they're driving away from the hotel, yes. And this is when she's talking to her mom. they're driving to the hotel. They're they're driving away and they end up at a hotel for the night. Yes. And they have just winky blinky passed a power station that definitely will not show up again in the story. (laughs) Spoiler alert. What's the, <laughs> what's the opposite of foreshadowing? <laughs> Forced shadowing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Did you just come up with that? Or you yes, because I'm fucking funny. I don't believe that. I think you're funny. I just don't believe that. <laughs> 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 so then she starts, because she's thinking about this, and she starts talking to the mom. She says, Mom, what would you do? Yeah, because Tree is like, oh, well, so Tree's really upset about, and like struggling with like, do I let these people get murdered for me to keep my mom? Mm-hmm. And she's really struggling. With it. Is this when the mom was like, you got to tell me, are you pregnant? Yeah, the dad's, yeah. Like, yeah. The dad's like, I'm going to get ice for no reason and runs out of the room because he yeah. thinks she's pregnant. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> want to be in there for that conversation. Yeah, and she immediately was like, Tree, are you pregnant? Oh my God, mom, what even is a penis? <laughs> <laughs> no, so Tree's like, mom, like if you could go to a different dimension, but you would lose dad, but you'd get someone else you loved, mm-hmm. but other people get murdered too, like what would you do? And she's like, I would go with dad. And she's yeah. like, what How did you, you know want? he was the one? I didn't. I just took a chance. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I liked that. I liked I that it wasn't too. like it was a cosmic thing. I right. liked that it was just like I don't know. I took a chance and it worked out. Yeah. I also liked it because she's like, if I didn't go with your dad, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, have you. you. So that's mm-hmm. the most important decision I've made. Yeah, and I do like this because I don't believe there's one person for everybody. I believe, like she said, you just take a chance. And another you know. reason to stay in that dimension. Well, true. Yeah, because if it doesn't work out with Carter, there's always somebody else, guys. Yeah, soulmates are not a thing. Speaking yeah, Mikey, there is <laughs> there is someone out there for you, Mikey. I mean, yeah, I feel like is. let me bring the single perspective. Maybe not in this dimension. <laughs> I need to go to Avatar dimension. Pandora. They call it We've Pandora. got a thing for giant I'm blue women. I'm on Spotify. So this is when she's talking to the mom and she's deciding, we we think she's deciding to stay, but then we see on the news in the background Dum, dum, dum. Breaking, breaking, breaking news. So, breaking news, three people are murdered at the hospital. Yep. Lori, 
the cop, the cop, and dum 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 Carter. Carter, yeah, Carter's a good, good guy, guy. Yeah. and she accidentally told him what was going to happen, so he tried to stop it himself. Yeah, so now we know that Ryan is about to reset this thing, and she can't get in touch with him. Well, he's about to, he's close, about to close the, the time loop, loop. which yeah. means that whatever has happened in this day stays forever. Yes. Yeah, so she's got to drive to the power plant, and she just plows right into it, she taking does. the power she out. She also could have just killed herself. That's true. You're right. Yeah, yeah. But she chose to kill herself in a very dramatic way by crashing into the power plant and shutting down the power for everybody. But none of that shit matters because she just woke up in that day. Well, she may have thought that, like, even if I kill myself, they might run the machine in in the loo. How powerful is this plant? Because if they've been driving for five hours, like, it's not going to affect. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't hold up, Jen. There are things you just shouldn't focus on because if you pull on it, (laughs) it's going to unravel the whole movie. Like a weasel sweater. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Todd. That is a really good point. And because, like, the whole scene is filmed like a race against the clock. <laughs> mm-hmm. But there is no clock because time shows a construct that you can reset if you die. Yeah, it's a ticking clock. So then the power plant wow. blows up. She wakes up. And then she's decided to return to her dimension. Well, I think it's because she talked to her mom and her mom was like, you got to go with your true love. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And she's also talked to Carter, too. And so I think both of them together have kind of helped her make her decision. Right, right or wrong. For different reasons, I think, too. Yeah. It does touch on some other reasons besides Carter's her love. I really feel like the main one they focus on is that she has to go back to that dimension for true love. And that that's why I didn't I love that I absolutely think that, too. Yeah. And I didn't like that. Because I still would have decided to stay. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to say that. I, all of that considered, they dated for 11 days. And in his mind... Not at all. Yeah. So she goes, and this is when her heart's grown three sizes. So she goes to Lori and she tells Lori to stop the affair. Like, I've been there. Don't do that. Yeah, I did it's, it a married man. Yeah, it's not it's worth not it. Gonna, it's not worth it's it. It's not exactly. worth feeling as useless as you feel or whatever she mm-hmm. said. She said some very, like, powerful stuff very she really quickly. really did. And that was the third time I cried. No, it wasn't. But I heard you, Tree. Yeah. In this dimension, they're friends. Like, they're roommates. They, they are. They might not be super close, but they're roommates and they're friendly. And I, bet I like that. I bet if she in that dimension, they would be close friends because you're like, you're so close close to murdering me at all times yeah 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 how can you ever trust her again exactly yeah um okay so then that's just what don't we- trust her baked goods it's fine true mm, i don't know maybe if so if you make somebody seven cupcakes and they don't eat it you're gonna try to kill them another way so then we find out that danielle is cheating with curly guy pleasure dome curly guy from the first oh is that, is that who that is I recognized him, but I didn't know that that's what it was from. I did I not you know why? Him. Because he didn't have his pleasure dome. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Why didn't they make a pleasure dome Wouldn't reference? Wouldn't it be awesome if Danielle's room was a pleasure dome? Yeah, if you like, <laughs> came out of the shower and clapped twice and like the disco oh ball came down. Oh, my God. I would have loved that shit. Yeah, Clap twice awesome. like the conjuring. I'm out. What if the ghost hands activated the pleasure dome? <laughs> <laughs> would have been very confusing. <laughs> it would have been a different movie for sure. Ghost <laughs> hands, my favorite Wu-Tang Clan member. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this is the third time that I cried in the movie when she goes to lunch and says goodbye to her mom. Yeah. So it's like this was... is when she literally is sitting on her mother's lap mm-hmm. like, and they're having that emotional conversation about letting go yeah. and like just mm-hmm. moving on and finding it. Oh, so sad. Yeah. And it... then the dad comes out with the cake and is singing happy birthday and they have uh. that sweet like moment where they both blow out the single candle and it yeah. was fucking I think this sad. is why they, these movies 
do as well as they do because they are written with a lot of heart more yeah. so than just a normal horror movie or most movies because she's sitting in there and she's like mom i hope i grow up to become a person like you and it's yeah. like really thoughtful like really deep stuff and they take their time with these scenes and they they do bring out a lot of emotion so i read an interview with jessica roth and she said she used her mom is still alive but that she used a lot of her actual memories with her mom when she was talking to the scene she, she, when she was talking about this scene and she wrote it with the writer to try to make it as authentic as they could and she, i think she did awesome it, yeah it I have made a me huge cry. crush on her she has very pretty eyes <laughs> not in that scene they're super bright red in that scene because she's been <laughs> crying have, all day people but yeah. have pretty eyes when they cry they're brighter sometimes not the redness but you know you're into some really weird kink stuff <laughs> I, that's fine as long as it's two consenting adults i'm <laughs> as just long saying as they're blue and crying <laughs> And taller than Mikey. <laughs> exactly. Like Avatar World. And existing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is when she says goodbye to her mom. She goes back to the lab. They're about to hit enter on the equation or something. And she's decided to go back. And then Evil Dean comes back in yeah. the door. With With Humpty the Dumpties. I I sort of love Evil Dean, although he's just like a good, silly, bad guy, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's not the murderer, but he's just like a good, silly, like... Yeah, he's over the top, and... He reminds me of, like, in the Animal House, like, he he feels like he should be in the Animal House universe, (laughs) if that makes any Uh sense. Yeah, he's very over the top. Yeah, like, he should have said, you're on double secret probation. Like, Mm -hmm. I I can't think He straight up tells the kids, like, this invention isn't profitable, so we're taking it and Mm -hmm. throwing it away. And he literally does take it, so they're... It's like it gets into like three seconds before they're about to launch it, mm-hmm. and he unplugs it, and Humpty and Dumpty wheel it out of there. Mm-hmm. And they, they take it to the dean's office. Yes. <laughs> and they all turn to tree. They're like, okay, so kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and she's a- like, I hurt worse every day. Can yeah. we just attempt to get it and back, she, please? She's honestly setting it up to make it seem like she is not sure how many more lives she has left. Well, yeah. you don't want to waste one just in case. Like, can we at least attempt to get the machine <laughs> I back? Know, right? Yeah. Guys, we have like six hours left. We could probably <laughs> steal it and try again. No, right. no, Trey. Wait, no. No, just kill yourself. Trey, we, we, like, we got stuff to do. It's like churro day at the cafeteria. Right, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that the movie uses that she gets weaker every time when it suits the story and then forgets about it later I agree. on. So it do, it bugs me a yeah, little bit. Yeah, she was bit, getting yeah. weaker before the suicide month. But they do that just so there's a ticking clock in exactly. the movie. Exactly, yes. Oh, and they're it. geniuses for introducing a ticking clock. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Mikey. <laughs> so... Then I wrote down Danielle Nonsense. Todd loved Danielle Nonsense. Oh, the did whole, you? He was fucking loving it the blind whole scene. Danielle? When, when Danielle, Danielle becomes French and blind. <laughs> By the way, best wait, joke wait. of the movie is when she's like, I'm blind and deaf like Anne Frank. Because <laughs> I have 100% believed that those two people have been interchangeable throughout history. And it's like a weird thing that only I thought. And then this movie made the joke. And I was like... You did laugh a lot. Vindicate. It was yeah. like my own personal story yeah. coming to. I was like, ha, ha, vindication. I, I don't understand why you have a crush on the main character and you don't have a crush on Danielle. Like, if I could set you up with anybody, it would be Danielle. Why? Why because, do you hate me? No, she's perfect for you. Be- I she agree. cheated on him with pleasure. No, Dome. I don't mean the real Danielle. I mean like the actress, just oh. because she is hilarious and she's very attractive, Mikey. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just I relate to their characters too much. Oh yeah. <laughs> You just 
you couldn't see her as anyone other than Danielle. Yeah, so she goes into the teen. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. So this movie becomes a heist movie at this point. Uh, or <laughs> yes. a high school heist movie? Yes. Well, yeah. But a ridiculous a heist, heist adjacent movie. movie, yeah. But the plan is to go steal the sissy. I feel weird yeah, calling the it the reactor. That. Is what the, to go saying. steal the reactor out of the dean's office, mm-hmm. but they need a diversion. They need a distraction. And Danielle is happy to deliver. Mm. Or like you straight up could just like overpower the dean and tie him up and take his keys because there's seven of you. But they yeah. have to relive the day. They have to then live with those consequences. Yeah. So they have to have her, her being Danielle, create a diversion, steal the keys, and also continue that diversion and then get the keys back to her and put the keys back in that room so he has no idea they broke into his office. I still think I would just be like, you know what, let me just go like hold him down and you guys get the keys. Well, no, but then you get expelled. Right, exactly, yeah. But you're, you're saving people. I'm more of a carter. <laughs> <laughs> but if you can do it without getting expelled, I would try it. Now, I yeah. would rather them try it without this ridiculous blind Danielle thing. Oh, which was great. Yeah, if I was in the group where we're talking about like, what are we going to do to steal these keys back? And they're like, I'm going to have my girlfriend act French and blind and try to distract. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, I'm just going to punch him and steal the keys because that's the <laughs> dumbest plan I've ever no, heard. No, it was great. Life. Okay. So Danielle goes into the teacher's lounge or whatever. Yeah, it's like where the, the faculty dean lounge. is knitting. Yeah. He's literally knitting. Because his wife won't let him smoke anymore. Well, I mean, and he wants to live. I guess. Right. I, I like yeah. the only part about this I liked is that he's watching like the pet guru like talk about oh. cats and he's like, yeah, you showed him. <laughs> yeah. He's having a bad day. Don't leave him Oh. Well, there's a, a painting of him holding a cat in a later scene. Which is mm-hmm. so funny. I love yeah. that part. Anyway, so Danielle creates this great, awesome, very funny, hysterical I, not I, I, told, I told you Todd is in love with this scene. Uh, I hated it. From yeah, top I did to too. I thought it was, it was hilarious. Like, I liked the scene in the cafeteria when she's doing the blind thing. I liked it then. I did not need more of it. Oh, I needed more of it. Anyway. And, yeah. and now she's dressed as like a stereotypical French person, which is like yep. Judy Funny, Doug Funny's older sister with a cane. So anyway, Danielle creates this diversion and mm-hmm. she gets the keys to Carter and Why Tree. do you love this scene? It's just mm-hmm. silly. It's like very You could have played yakety sax under this and mm-hmm. sped it up 300% and, it and I would have liked it better then. Yeah, it would have been funny. Yeah. Anyway, so she gets the keys, yeah, exactly. <laughs> she gets the keys out to the uh, the rest of them. Now yeah. They the- break <laughs> into his office and steal the, uh, the reactor mm-hmm. and then they run down the... Um, the part I do like in that scene is where she hits him in the face with the cane so hard, his nose starts bleeding and he's like you shouldn't use the cane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Stop using the cane. <laughs> I really liked it. I thought there were funny points in it. There were, but I could have lived without it. Sure, sure, sure. But anyway, so they get the reactor out of there. Carter gets the keys back to Danielle, and Danielle hits him in the nose at that point mm-hmm. so she can get the keys back on the desk where they were. And then they go back, and they start to reset the day. Doesn't he notice that they've taken the reactor? To Not like- yet. Oh, no, he just notices it's gone and immediately knows No, he notices the lights flicker later yeah. on. So I, ah, yeah. But don't they get the reactor back there, and then Ryan has to still debug whatever yeah. the porn thing was? No, that's done. Oh, okay. The, the, he does porn- have to enter the thing, and they have to plug because in. that was the day before. Yeah. This ah, is a new right. day where she warns him of the porn addiction of his of his that's right. lab mate. And then they plug the machine in, they start it, the lights start flickering and, and that's charging. Down. Then the dean realizes it's not it. And, and while that's Humpy happening, Tree has been at the hospital because she's got to go save Lori now. Yes. So she leaves them. She lets them worry about all the details of setting it up. She Dude, goes, when she goes and saves Lori from getting stabbed by the actual the murderer, serial killer, yeah. that scene was really badass because mm-hmm. he's like about to stab her and she's like, move! And like, bam! Uh-huh. And shoots him while he's he laying in the bed. She, do- uh, she John Wicked. it. Yeah, she double tapped him for real. <laughs> while she was learning quantum mechanics, she was also learning a marksmanship. Yes. It's very impressive. It's hobbies, Todd. <laughs> But yeah, so she saves Lori, and then they, they walk out in the hallway, and this is when they run into Dr. McDreamy Face. Yes. So Dr. McDreamy Face, we find out now, is actually Dr. Mc... 
baby killer ah, face. Ah. The whole time, yeah. of and course. He, he shoots her. Well, yeah. he shoots Lori. Because now he's trying to kill her to cover up the evidence that he was having an affair. Time yes. out. I also want to take this point to yell at Jen and her fun facts for ruining this twist for me because she told me that in the original he was supposed oh, yeah. to be the killer and his wife or whatever. Uh-huh. So I was like, dang it, that's him and his wife. Yeah, well, that's one of my fun facts is from this time is that's why they chose to do that. Yeah. Mikey just usurped a Jen fun fact. <laughs> I like it. Jen's fun fact usurped. <laughs> But at this point, we think he's killing Lori just to cover up the affair. Uh-huh. But the twist is, is that it, the wife is like, no, you better kill this bitch. Uh-huh. So she's in on the murder. Yeah, we think he's trying to hide it from his wife. Right. But no, now we know. It. She, Wait, but yeah. it, it makes no sense. None of this makes any sense. Like, you're trying to cover up the affair from who? You and your wife know. From everybody at the university. So She's not going to, like, make a Facebook post about but it. She, Lori might tell people. I mean, listen. I guess. But that's a real extreme to go to to just well, like... Well, but he's evil. If I learned anything from my f- close personal friend, Rivers Cuomo, it's that if you pull on any one thread and yeah. the <laughs> movie all, walks away, yeah. mm-hmm. the whole thing might unravel. And then unravel. you're just lying on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, you've come undone, Mikey. <laughs> oh, like when he shoots Laurie and she's lying on the floor. Yeah. Dude, I loved, I loved, even though it was campy as shit, but I love campy stuff. Yeah. When Dr. McBabyface at this point shoots his wife and then goes, I want a divorce. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's real funny. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. I like that a lot. It's an Arnold Schwarzenegger one liner. Oh, for sure. absolutely. I know, Those I are my like favorite. I, we did not like that he shot his wife. Let's just no, it was the one liner. It was the yeah. one liner. I mean, his wife was also a bad guy. That's true. She wasn't so murderer. like the bad guy of my bad guy is my good guy. That's not how that works. They're both still bad guys. Yeah, but Dr. I do Mc... like when bad guys fight bad guys. I'm fine with yeah. it. But Doctor McBabyface kills his wife, and then what happens to Doctor McBabyface? Um, then it was the magnet kill. Doctor McBabyface is about to kill Tree, but mm-hmm. Carter distracts him, and he swings to kill Carter, misses, and Tree runs off. Oh, that's right. And this is when they run to the MRI machine, uh-huh. and I leaned over to my. Mikey and said, that magnet's going to kill him. I did yeah, like- Corey did too. <laughs> but <laughs> oh. I really liked Carter's like cameo. Is like, hey, I'm still a good guy. <laughs> and then exactly. we don't see him again. Yeah. He's like, hey, you remember me? Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Hey, I've come to solve your plot hole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then they run to the MRI machine room, and then she's mm-hmm. holding that screwdriver that he just made fun of. He's like, you brought a screwdriver to a gunfight. He's yeah. Australian. He said it I don't know. But Australian he doesn't know accent. MRI machines like I do. And he yeah. should. He's a doctor. I know. Yeah, don't you guys know there's a giant on and off button right behind her? Also, I will say this. He gets sucked against the MRI machine, Mm -hmm. but she had just as much metal on her. Her buttons were metal on that jean jacket. There was a wheelchair that went up against him. That is true. But he still wouldn't have gone up. He would have gone sideways into the machine. Yeah. You know, in this dimension, that magnetics work in a different way. We talked about the poles are reversed. It's a post-magneto dimension. (laughs) Yeah, I'm calling a reverse Cuomo on this as well, and we're going to move on. (laughs) (laughs) But I did like this. I, I, was like, cool I really kill. like this movie until I think about oh, a scene for longer than seven exactly. seconds. I loved her holding the screwdriver and was like, and love? then she like aimed the screwdriver and then let it go and it went right into her. Yeah, I just Todd realized, I just realized I was miming a masturbation. Hold too tight there, you're yeah, falling off. But then, okay, the worst part of the movie though is she turns it off after she impales him with the screwdriver. She totally should have left him like crucified-ish on the uh, MRI. To quote Soundgarden and not Weezer, yeah. he's doing his best Jesus Christ pose. I did like how she Nailed had it. to hit the big Pee Wee Herman oh! button to get it on. Nailed it oh. like him? Yeah. Okay. Thank you you for getting my second joke. So Dr. McDreamy face is now dead. He got MR died. Ah! Ah! Yes. Yes. 
So they yeah. go back to the reactor, and uh, Tree and Carter have their no. They stay in the hospital. This Tree all and Carter stay in the hospital. Oh, that's but right. But simultaneously, right. back at the lab, they've entered all the stuff, and they're just doing the reactor thing. And then so Carter and Tree get to have their sparkle kiss. Yeah. Is this the scene where it's like in slow motion? Yes. And, and that yeah. it's a reprise of the slow motion scene where everyone's getting blown back at the very beginning, mm-hmm. but it's them kissing this time. Yeah, with sparkles. And the, and the side characters were like, "We don't want to get expelled," but they 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 learn to overcome their fears and fight the security guards anyway. Yeah. And the fight scene between Dr. McBabyface and Tree, and I guess Carter subsequently to fix the plot hole, um, <laughs> um, it's, it's kind of interspliced with the science crew starting the reactor and holding the door back so they can't bust down. Humpty oh, Dumpty can't come yeah. get it. So that's, that's going mm-hmm. on at this time, too. But anyway, yeah. so... Th- it's like Inception, kind of. Anyway, so they start the reactor and then Tree <laughs> and Carter kiss and then... Oh, we, we wake up and it's Tuesday now. Yes. So Tree wakes back up in Carter's bed and it's Tuesday. And then she's like... Are you dating Danielle? And she's like, no. Yeah. Who's Danielle? That's what he says. Mm-hmm. Uh, who even <laughs> who is, is Danielle? Danielle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My soulmate. Yeah. Isn't that the movie? Almost? Well, you like to think that that's the movie. I know. But we almost a, left. Yeah. There's a little credit scene, mm-hmm. and then it cuts a little? back. It's, it's like movie. 15 minutes of movie. No, no, no. I mean, like, the, there's a little bit of credits. So, yeah. And then there's a, a scene after that. Yeah, yeah. Todd turned to me and was like, hey, there's a scene after the credits. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. It's like an extended Easter egg. Yeah. Someone in the Facebook group told me, because I, I told them that we were going. Yeah. I talk in that Facebook group almost all day. I love the Facebook group. I know. Group. I do, too. Facebook group, it, when I'm not so busy at work, I will be talking yeah, about I get busy at work too sometimes when I can't yeah. but we love you Facebook I was group. talking to the Facebook group before we went and let them know we were going to go see it together and then someone Elizabeth told me to go uh, make sure we stayed for that yeah. scene so I was expecting like a 30 second me too like, like an Avengers yeah, kind of like, stinger scene or whatever like, like, like oh my like god Ant-Man's in the third dimension yeah. I honestly thought it was going to be them just eating churros like at the end of the <laughs> Avengers <laughs> yeah. where they're eating shawarma uh-huh. oh that would have been so funny too but yeah. no it's like a it's like a 15 minute <laughs> setup for the <laughs> third one mm-hmm. and we find out the consequences of everybody doing pulling all that shit with the dean because now they have to do community service yeah, on the darn, lawn gosh darn big government comes mm-hmm. yeah and then they, they pull in ryan and all of them really to like some secret facility mm-hmm. and they want them to use that machine yeah. to like run a test yeah they're like mm-hmm. and they're like i know the perfect guinea pig <laughs> and then you see danielle just screaming as she wakes up and that's the movie and that is the movie Yes. After the movie. But. I really think you and Danielle would be a cute couple. I think so, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if it is a couple? <laughs> <laughs> this well. is why you're having trouble. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So that's yeah, the movie. So that's the movie. Yeah. And I really liked it. Like, we've really talked about it. I feel like we've nitpicked it a lot. But it's really fun. Like, Corey and I both walked out of it. Like, really, we were like, oh, that was so much fun. We At the really end of it, it, you walked out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Corey and I walked out of it like 40 minutes in. We're like, that was really fun. Oh, Let's go home. Yeah, we watched the entire thing. I really liked the movie because it kind of facilitated some higher level ideas and discussions and debate about like which dimension you would stay in and like moral decision making and things like that. I don't know. I just thought it was really fun. I just it had a funny. really good time. I, I, I laughed more than the first one, I think, maybe. I think I laughed more than the first one, too. But I don't think it's as good of a horror movie as the first one it's Although, more sci-fi than a horror to it me. is definitely more sci-fi and i think there, but i think there are more jump scares in the second one like some of the horror elements i think they lean into a little more than the first one yeah, I, there's I just not right. as much but murder that happens in like the first 30 minutes and yeah. then never again after really. it switches to tree it switches to sci-fi that's why i was yeah. like i yeah. think it should have stuck with yes. mine and included all of those elements let's talk box office all right so this movie's budget was nine million dollars so up four million from the original movie because the original movie was five or this is nine so it's a little bit more expensive to make this movie and I bet that went just towards the actors. Probably. Because they probably got a little 
bit more for this movie. I, I, dude, Ryan better have gotten more because he had oh, yeah. a lot. He had a much meatier part in this mm-hmm. one. Anyway, and it's it's done well. It's made forty three million dollars. Oh, nice. It's, it's not as big of a runaway success as Happy Death Day was, mm-hmm. but it's still been successful. Well, I think the first one was so surprising too, and I heard it described as like a breath of fresh air, which I think it was at the time. But we we've, we've already seen that movie. Uh, now. Todd and I have discussed. We discussed this after the movie that we thought it would do better. The first one was released in October, and yep. I think this one would have done better because Me this too. is like a horror movie for everybody and not just like – it's not like super scary. So it's like I can bring my friend Todd or you can bring your girlfriend who hates horror this movies is, or your this boyfriend. This is a movie that's definitely okay for horror virgins to see. Right. So I think it, I oh, think yeah. it had more mm-hmm. of a mass market appeal during the horror season. Yeah. But yeah. I mean it's still done well. Like it's made quite a bit of money. It has. Yeah. I mean I think – and I think they're either already working or planning on a sequel to I it. wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. What I read in an article the other day was that Blumhouse Productions typically have small budgets. Yeah, but they blow oh, yeah. them out of the park. Yeah. They, they're they exactly. one of the better studios out right now. Mm-hmm. And I hate almost all the films they do because almost all of them are horror, mm-hmm. but they make a lot of money. They do, and partly because they have small budgets. Yeah, right. that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, they keep the budgets low. And when we say low budgets, we're still talking like $10 million. Right, exactly. But they make, like, how much did fucking Hereditary make? And that was A24 with a low budget, mm-hmm. but that still made a shitload of money for mm-hmm. a pretty low budget. Yeah. And their films always look good. They don't seem like yeah. low budget They use films. their budget smart. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Smart. It's time for Jan's fun facts. Facts. fun facts. I don't have a ton of fun facts because when a movie is this new, it's hard to do fun That's facts true. for it. And this um, one's still in theater. So, oh, okay. You remember when she jumps into the leaf blower? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's not a leaf blower, though. It's a tree, it's a tree, tree shredder. Tree shredder, yeah. sorry. Yeah, Which is a great joke in the movie. Dude, she's like running towards <laughs> it like she's like happy <laughs> about what she's about to do. Yeah. Also, we realize that she doesn't really know how to run like a normal uh, human no, being. She <laughs> she's a Taylor runs. Swift runner. <laughs> she, she runs like a T-Rex. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, sort of. With a goat singing But, her you songs. know, I love puns, so when it was tree shredder. Tree Rex. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. So many puns. But her name's Tree and it shreds her. So I yep. liked it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's written on the tree removal shredder thing is Biff's tree removal, which is a reference to Biff Back to the from Future. Back to the Future. And if we remember his funny joke, make like a tree and get the hell out of here. <laughs> I love that. And, and her name's also Tree. Like it works on many levels. Exa- I it like does. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I like that they intentionally did that because this movie is not so much Groundhog's Day. This is Back to the Future too. And that's my fun fact. That's all your fun facts? All the fun facts. I told you there's not that many when it's a new movie. There aren't that many. They just yeah. came out. So let's talk scary scale. So Jen, what is that scary scale? Our scary scale, listeners, is a scale we use to rank how scary we thought the movie was, not the quality of the movie, but how scared we were when we watched it. I got to guess. I think we're going to have a three-peat. Todd, what you got? It's got to be a one. Yep. That's what I was going to say, too. Mikey? It's also got to be a one. Yeah, we got a three-way onesie. I don't think it's trying to be scary, though. I think it's trying to be a good, silly, fun movie. And exactly. I think it nails it. Wait, it's safe horror. Are again. we going to get into a three-way onesie? No, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually not in for that either. I, just I like that you were playing like you were on the fence. You're like, yeah, yeah. actually. I'm not waiting for her to come down. So I guess I'm going to do like a one-way threesie. <laughs> I'm out. Still. <laughs> Is that like when you sit on your hand or something? <laughs> <laughs> That's a stranger. Sorry, oh, a stranger pardon me. Jam. Pardon me. We all gave it one. Yeah, yeah, I I think you're right. I don't think it's trying to be scary. I think it's trying to exist as a horror movie, so they're giving it jump scares. And there is a killer, and it's kind of a slasher. But last time it was a slasher, and this time I think it's a sci-fi slasher. I think it's I think less so too. scary than the first one. I heard that horror fans are a little upset because it's not quite as horror-y. Yeah. But I think that's a little overblown, and we can I enjoy so the too. film as well. Yeah, I think you should definitely go see it in theaters. Like, it's worth oh, yeah. seeing in the theaters for It is for fun. Me. 
I I really enjoyed it. I took a date, so it was like thirty five dollars for me to go see this, and I was like, well spent. Yeah, I was and then also he carried on that date. you out of the theater. Yeah. So yeah, it worked. <laughs> I appreciate you paying for me. It was yeah. guys nice. Yeah, so we watched Happy Death Day to you this week. What are we watching next week? This is our March listener request episode. Oh yeah. We yes. just finished that up on Patreon. We did, yeah. We asked for your monster movies and you guys delivered, and we're so excited. We're gonna watch it, chapter one from twenty seventeen. And I'm so excited because I, I honestly had no book. idea that it was a monster movie. I've got uh, thoughts about it. I also have thoughts about this. Yeah. All right. I mean, we're gonna watch it. Is I it- love this movie movie and i think i definitely think it can be considered a monster movie because there sure. is a monster in it yeah this is the 2017 one not the miniseries so the one that just so came out excited yes yeah mm-hmm. that's next i actually really like it. i think you're gonna like it todd i do too i don't think i'm gonna like it as a film not as like a enjoyable experience I think I'll hate it. I mean, I'm sure it's a great film. Everyone says it's a great film. I'm sure it is, but I think I'll hate it. I think there are parts that you will like, though. It's got it's got a lot of heart. It's not as jump scary as I thought it was going to be when I watched it, so I think you're going to Well, that's it. good. I hate jump scares, but I generally don't like horror movies at all. Hey, guys, so something new we're going to start doing. We've done it a couple of times, but we're going to start reading a five-star review that we're getting. We've been getting a lot of um, reviews recently, and we're so grateful for that. Stay it's, humble, Jim. I mean, it really is exciting. Like, I love reading them. It is them. very exciting. Thank you so much for doing that because you have to take time it really means a lot to us so we want to kind of share those with you because we're getting a lot of great ones so mikey so i'm going to read a review by the film guy 24 and 24 was my soccer number growing up was so it mm-hmm. and also a show with Kiefer Sutherland. go ahead Ba-boom. and uh so he says i just started listening to these guys as i listened to the modern horror podcast and i saw this listen on their feed i got hooked and just binged them as i love horror movies todd is funny since he hates all caps <laughs> yeah baby <laughs> Horror slash scary movies and how Jen makes fun of him. Aww. Awesome podcast and can't wait for more episodes. Keep it up, you guys. Well, thanks for the shout out, film guy. Without nice. <laughs> he found us in the Modern Horrors podcast feed, and I don't know if he's come over to our feed or not yet, but if he does, he gets us two days early. On Monday. Well uh-huh. done, Jen. And that reminds us, we are a member of the Modern Horrors podcast network, so make sure you listen to their shows as well, like Modern Horrors or Final Girls or Death Eye and other things. That's right. Also, if you want to follow us, follow us at Horror Version on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and get in that Facebook group, nerds. It's a lot of fun. Like, I'm in there almost all day yeah, if I'm not working. We are having a lot of fun with it. And yeah. guys, if you hate Facebook, just go in there and just do this thing. That's sort of what I you use don't have. That's what I do. You don't have to see anybody else's, but we are having a lot of conversations. It's really Yeah, fun. I love it. And if you want to follow Jen, it's Jen Ferratu, at Jen Ferratu, I should say, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Mikey is M. Randolph 24 on Instagram and oh, Twitter. yeah, that's my favorite soccer And network. I am at Todd J. Awesome on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you guys want to check out the website, it's at HorrorVirgin.com. You can see our merch there, our blog that Jen writes a lot Woo! of. You can see um, our Patreon. All that stuff is at Patreon.com slash HorrorVirgin. Mm-hmm. Check all that out. Thank you guys so much for contributing to that. We're almost at $300 a month, which is insane. And we can't believe it. Like, I still kind of can't believe it when anybody is a patron at all. It kind of Yeah, it's pretty mind. amazing. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for that, really. Yes. Um, if you you cannot support us on Patreon just sharing the episodes with friends, leaving us reviews. That is a fantastic Which way you to, guys have clearly been doing uh-huh. because February was an even bigger month than January, which was our biggest month. And February being the shortest month, being bigger than one of the longer months is pretty impressive. It so is. thank you guys so much for sharing the podcast with your friends, families, and coworkers. And I'd like to thank everybody for like the warm welcome. I know I make a lot of jokes about being inferior, but... <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Everybody's been so loving and kind, accepting. I really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. You're one of us now. One of us. Shut up, Mikey. Oh, I, <laughs> I want to shout out one thing because I have just contributed to the newest episode of Spinsters of Horror, which is an awesome podcast that just kind of dissects a horror movie and a specific topic. And this one is on Pet Cemetery and Pet Cemetery 2. And I contributed my thoughts about what it's like for a parent to watch those movies. So definitely check those ladies out. It's and apparently of- you get to hear me perving out a little bit because they didn't <laughs> cut it out. We recorded her contribution before we recorded one of our episodes. Yeah, it follows. And I was just being silly, and they didn't cut it out of the edit that they put up. Before we recorded it, Follows was probably the silliest all three of us have ever been. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's some of your Foley work in it, too. Oh, Oh, yes. Uh, I'm just going to (laughs) leave. They didn't cut any of that out. All right. Hey, guys, that's going to be it for us. Thank you so much. I'm Jen. I'm Mikey. And I'm your horror virgin, Todd. We will see you next week, guys. Have a great week. Bye, nerds.